Well, good morning, everybody. You hear the music. It is time now for our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And we're going to be talking to your realty expert, John Brodeen, in just a minute. Look, if home feels too big, let's get you a smaller one. And it's okay if the process seems daunting or you're having a hard time letting go. Because our network agents have the expertise to help you downsize and get you to just the right size. Now, let's go get you home. Look. Hey, just like that, we're back. John Brodeen, how come you're not in one of those commercials? I know. Those are good commercials, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Um, it looks like you took a little tumble there, buddy. You okay? That's maybe why I'm not in the commercials. <laughs> yeah. You have the face for radio? Yeah, I was told yeah, that exactly. for 30 plus years. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, happens. yeah, you, you, you do that. What do you do again? What kind of like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and M- a little bit of MMA stuff. So, okay. Yeah, and, and you just, took an elbow to the face. Yeah. Completely accidental. My training partner didn't mean to do it, but sometimes it happens when you're wrestling and scrambling and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you should have seen it last week. It was, <laughs> it was bad. This one hurt. I've had plenty of black eyes from that, but this one was the worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Does it ever make you think twice about doing this for fun? Eh, I'm, I'm so obsessed with it that, mm-hmm. It's just it's it's annoying, but nothing could ever. Uh, <laughs> no, they'd have to break both my legs or something. To get sure, out of there. sure. Well, you know, when you love something, that's what you do, right? It is. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite thing to be doing outside of work for sure. Yeah, beating people up. Yeah, or getting beat up. Or getting beat up in your case Depends this time. On the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do the wife and kids or the wife think when you come home all beat up like that? Uh, she's she feels bad, but she she knows I love it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd probably go crazy without that it's nice to have an outlet and sure something, you sure know. you could be like me and be sitting in a pub instead <laughs> that's probably what i would be doing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. at least i don't come home with black eyes yeah yeah <clears throat> hopefully not you, you never know you stay too late and- yeah well I, I don't do that <laughs> um what do you think how about a market update today yeah yeah so um and these are all the numbers i just did a market update on my facebook page if you want um uh, you know more more numbers it's going to be on my facebook i did a video um based on April 1st. So mm-hmm. uh, right now, 155 listings on the market. So everybody's gotten kind of used to you know these numbers we've been saying this year. But to put it in perspective, how different that is from how things have been is let's look back at March 2020 and end of March 2020. So I would have done this mm-hmm. um, on April 1st. 255 listings on the market a year ago. Okay, 100 more listings on the market. If you look back the year before, start of April of 2019, 301 listings on the market. If we look back at 2018, 255 listings on the market. And then when you go back to 2017, it starts to go down a little bit, 224 listings on the market. Um, 2016, 210 listings on the market. Uh, 2015, we got to go back all the way to 2015 when it was actually lower than what it is now, uh, 112 listings on the market. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, so it's not just about the number of listings on the market. It's about the number of listings that are selling. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Um, so during the month of March, 73 homes went pending. And if you compare that to you know 2015 when inventory was this low, 71 homes went pending. And that was before the MLS had the designation for active contingent upon home inspection. Okay. So right now, out of those uh, 155 listings that are active, 
35 of them have a, a home inspection contingency. So they've already accepted an offer, just waiting on home inspection, mm-hmm. and they'll go pending. Sure. Um, back in uh, 2015, the MLS didn't do that. So, you know, inventory is actually, you know, very close to what it was at that time. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's great for our market. You know, you know how the mm-hmm. kind of, the market kind of goes in cycles. You can see how that cycle has happened. Last time we were in this type of market was 2015, really. Um, so yeah, is, is the inventory that low because houses are selling that fast or there's just people are deciding not to sell? I mean, I could, I get it because the interest rates are so low right now, but yeah. what, what's the gig with, with uh, the inventory being so low? Yeah, so houses are selling fast, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's tough to speculate why there are fewer homes on the market, um, but, yeah, there just are. Uh, like, if we look at 20, uh, 2019, when, you know, when we had the most inventory on the market, fewer homes were selling during that time. You know, 54 homes went pending during that March. Um, compared to you know the seven seventy three this March, mm-hmm. um, so twenty nineteen compared to twenty twenty one, and you know when we look at uh, so I've I've explained like months of inventory, so how we categorize whether it's a buyer's or seller's market. Okay, and this is super important, and I'll, I'll just go over this again in case there's new listeners out there. Um, so you take the number of total listings, so one fifty five divided by the number of pendings that went through that month. The reason we do it by month is that's going to be a more up-to-date. You're going to see this number change more when we do it month to month. You know, you could look over the past six months, but that wouldn't be the average of how many, you know, go pending over the past mm-hmm. six months. But then it's going to be more seasonal. There's going to be more of a lag. So if you go month by month, it gives you more of an up-to-date picture. And the reason we use pendings instead of closings is because there's that, you know, 45 to 50-day contract to close lag. Mm-hmm. So if we were going off of closings, you'd have that lag. So we want to see what the market is like right now. Okay. Um, and that's why we use the pendings. So when we take 155 divided by 73 for, for the most recent, you know, up-to-date stats, uh, that's 2.12 months of inventory. So basically, if houses were selling, if they continued selling at the rate that they're selling at right now, 73 homes a month, it would take only two, just over two months for all of that inventory to sell out. So that's how you know whether you have, you know, limited supply or whether you have an oversupply six months is considered a balanced market um so uh and over six months is considered a buyer's market that means there's kind of an oversupply of inventory and that's where it's really competitive among sellers when you have less than six months of inventory on the market that's kind of an undersupply so now you're going to see a lot of competition amongst buyers Mm -hmm. yeah so with inventory being this low if you're deciding you want to sell your house is now the right time to do it now is the best time in a long time Mm -hmm. to to set a record for you know your your sale price you're gonna we're seeing a ton of records getting set for the you know the highest sale in the neighborhood for the highest price per square foot um ever sold in the neighborhood highest price per square foot for your type of house, you know, if you've got a single story, 1960 built, 2,000 square foot house with a two stall garage, um, you know, you, this is when you're going to see records set if mm-hmm. you have a track mm-hmm. home. You know, um, yeah. it, it didn't seem like it was that long ago that a 1960s house was a fairly new house. And, yeah, yeah. But then again, it wasn't that long ago when I still thought we were in the 1980s, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, is That's not really an old house, is it? No. And, you know, a lot of those homes are nicely updated. So. Mm-hmm. The way that we look at it is if something's been updated, kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, you know, not so much on flooring and paint, you probably update more often. But if like the big stuff in a house has been updated within the past 15 years, 
it's updated. Yeah, windows, um, roofs, things like that. Yeah, and with the life cycle of like you know maintenance free siding, maintenance free windows, you know architectural shingles, the life cycle of those is going to be even longer. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking like kitchens and bathrooms, it's probably still pretty uh, on trend if it was updated within the past 15 years. Right. Are you seeing now that houses are selling faster yeah. after they are on the market? Because, um, I, I, and again, I keep going back to my son. Um, yeah. They had how many people put offers on the house? And these all came the day it was listed. Yeah. Um, within, I think, the first two appointments that day, uh, he'd gotten way more for the house and, and, and they paid cash. Yeah. And then that's like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, later this week, I'll talk about uh, on, on Friday, I'm planning to talk a little bit about some of the stuff we're seeing, some of the extra perks that buyers are offering to try to make their offers more attractive because it is very competitive amongst buyers. Things are selling faster. So like the average days on market for the homes sold here in March was 114 on average. You know, that includes the really unattractive homes that have been sitting forever, um, as well as the attractive, move-in, ready, mm-hmm. well-priced listings. The ones that go like that. Yes. Yep. And, and like, when you compare that to 2019, in, in March, out of the homes, you know, out of the... And this is off the closed. So there was there were 69 closed transactions. We don't, we don't see the, um, the sale price. Nobody sees the sale price until it goes through closed. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about the pendings anymore. Um, so these were probably pendings that went through in you know, um, February. Sure. Yeah. So, um, the average days on market was 114 and in 2019, the average days on market for those houses that sold during March was 186. Oh, wow. Um, And when you look at the, the average for the year in 2019, it was 132. When you look at the average, uh, in the year for 2020, it was 137 days on market. So, you know, I'm expecting when, when we sit down, uh, in, in January, of 2022, I'm guessing that average days on market is going to be a lot shorter, mm-hmm. um, you know, than these past years. So you, you go from an average of 114 days this year compared mm-hmm. to 186 last year. And that's just for March. Yeah. And, and that's, that's just for March. Yeah. Um, or is that a really big swing or, or what, if you were to take, say the last 10 years, uh, and yeah. I know you might not have the answer for this, but what would the average, what is it normally about? Um, you know, it really, it, it swings maybe from like the mid 130s to 150, maybe over the past five years. Um, and keep in mind that when you're looking at just one month, it's kind of a small sample size. So it's possible that in March of 2019, there was one house that, you know, nobody could sell and sat on the market for 500 days and caused that average to be a lot higher mm-hmm. uh, when you're looking at a small sample size. But when you look at like the yearly averages, 2018, the year, yearly average was 133 days on market. 2019, the average was 132. 2020 was 137. So, you know, if, if you go back further, uh, 2017 was 120. Um, 2016 was 114. 2015, remember when we said the market was pretty hot, was 94. Um, it's possible we'll see that average get lower, too, as we get into these, like, busiest spring months. Because mm-hmm. when we're looking at the average days on market, we're looking at closed sales. So there is that you know, 45, 50 day leg sure. from contract to close. Yeah. So, so the people that maybe right now are, are maybe watching this show and they're thinking, wow, you know, we were thinking about putting our house up in the market in June. Boy, that thing's going to go just like that in a week. It, mm-hmm. That's not the case all the time. Not all the time. So the houses that are sitting for longer, maybe they, um, you know, unfortunately you do see some agents cut corners when the market's this hot, you know, you still, 
um, you know, you see a, an agent be so eager to put a listing on, mm-hmm. maybe they, um, and, and they're really not informing their seller of every, everything in this case. Like if they're so eager to put the mar- uh, listing on the market that they put it up with no photos or they put it up at too high of a price, maybe an unrealistic price where they didn't do their research. Um, or if they didn't have the seller make some simple fixes that could really make it a lot more marketable, um, you know, maybe they failed to uh, mention a super marketable uh, feature of the home. Mm-hmm. There's still mistakes an agent could make that would cause a listing sure. to sit on the market for a long time. And it's not every price range that the market's hot. Like the the below 140 price range, I've told you, you know, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago too. That market is struggling a little bit right now. Um, so it's not as hot as the rest of the price ranges. So it is a little bit specific to what type of home you have. But um, if you have an attractive home in the average you know, in the average price point, anywhere from like your average first time home buyer home all the way up through the luxury, mm-hmm. um, it's your best opportunity to get top dollar and sell it quickly. And those two things go hand in hand. When you sell, you know, when it, if it takes you 200 days to sell, it means you make some, made some mistakes that cost you some attention, which is going to cost you money. And that is another reason to get a realty expert from Berkshire Hathaway like yourself. Yep, exactly. You want you want somebody who tells you everything you need to do. You don't want somebody who's going to rush you to put it on the market. You want to still make sure that you make that home as attractive and marketable as possible. And then as the agent, we still need to do all the legwork. Like the majority of our legwork on a listing comes before the listing even hits the market and then right when it hits the market. Mm-hmm. That's when we need to put the most marketing out for it. That's when we need to make sure everything's perfect. We need to do our job still. And then that's going to result in, you know, great results for sellers. And that is another reason why, like I said, if you're thinking about putting your house for sale in June, you probably should have already contacted somebody like you, John. Exactly. Yep. June's going to be here before you know it. And if there's stuff that you could work on that are going to result in thousands of dollars more in sale price, it's nice to be able to work on those now. Because if you call me in June and I say, okay, so if you if you painted this room and and replaced the carpet in this room, we're going to be in a whole, you know, we're going to be much more attractive on the market. You're going to be able to get your money back for those things and then some. You know, and it's amazing with that little bit of work, how much of a difference that can make because first impressions are everything. They are. They are. All that kind of stuff is so important. So like you always say, the more prepared a a home seller is, the the better result they're going to get, especially when they're teamed up with us. Mm -hmm. And if somebody wants to team up up with you, uh, Realty Expert John Brodine, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, Reach out to me on my cell, 701-213-5428. If you want to stay as up-to-date on the market as possible, I post a ton of educational content, market stuff. Follow my Facebook page, John Brodine, Berkshire Hathaway Realtor. Um, I'm always posting stuff. I'm not just spamming listings. I'm posting stuff that's going to be really valuable to mm-hmm. homeowners all right uh hopefully that eye heals up quick and we'll see you <laughs> yeah. back in a couple of days sounds good yes all right there you go john brodine he's your realty expert with berkshire hathaway and by the way if uh you need a house that needs a little bit of stuff done before you put it on the market like john was just mentioning uh get a hold of executive properties they, they do everything all right uh, remodeling all types of commercial and residential work everything from your kitchens and your bathrooms to maybe building a new garage i think you get the picture they're going to take care of you get a hold of them man they are awesome 701-330-1273 or go to executiveproperties.org know these guys personally and they do a great job well until friday there you go the first half of your berkshire hathaway bi-weekly podcast we'll hook up with realty expert john brony again in just a couple of days